Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Akrenensai and Happy New Year. I'm recording this on the 31st of December, but parts of the world have already seen in 2024, they're in the future. Um, so I wanted to wish you guys a very happy new year. Um, I was going to sit for this yesterday and it just didn't happen, but today feels kind of right. It's, what time is it? It's just gone 3pm here. Um, you can see me on the screen pulling the cards right now. It felt kind of weird, like, you know, when I go to sit for a reading and it it feels, I don't want to say empty because that it's not empty, um, pregnant. It's a pregnant pause. Maybe that's a better way of, of stating this. Um, there is a message that came up about not giving up our power. And I was thinking about that last night, actually. I was hanging out with some of my friends. It was our last hangout of 2023. And we were all like congratulating each other on having survived 2023. Hasn't been the best year for a lot of us. And I know for a lot of you as well, for the people that have gotten in touch with me. It's been a tough year in a lot of ways, right? A powerful year, a profound year, a lot of shifts, a lot of changes, but very much deep within us, I think. Um... If you're one of those people that have had massive changes outside in your life, I mean, I know there have to have been some people, not everyone's just been stuck, right? Um, then hope you can let us know in the comments. But we were we were talking and I was thinking about this, this notion of, you know, giving up our power. And if you guys remember, those of you that have been with me for a long time, I used to start every single one of my videos with that, right? Never give up your power. And then it changed because I was thinking, what does it mean to give up our power? Um, it means just not to use our powers, not to acknowledge our own power. It means to externalize our experience. You made me feel this. You did this to me. You, you know, that is to project our own experience onto others and give them responsibility and the power to affect us in certain ways. And that's not to say that we're not affected by what happens outside of us, because obviously we are. But there's something about this period now, which is very much about our own power around what is our power? And maybe you don't know what your power is, right? There is a theme that I've been saying for the whole of this year. And I was going to do a talk for, you know, wrapping up 2023 and I didn't really get around to doing it. Um, but I will kind of state it here in that. There is something that each, and you've heard me say this in a few videos, there is something that only you can do. There is something that only I can do. Now, to use a phrase, maybe saying something is not correct, right? Maybe that's where the confusion comes in. Because with the kind of Capricorn way of looking at the world, and this is Pluto and Capricorn, right? How have we always defined what we do for the world? We've always defined it through work, right? Through our career, through you know, it, what's the first question that a lot of people ask when they meet someone? Oh, what do you do? You know, and what, what do we what do we mean by that? We mean, what's your job? Right. Because our worth has always been the value that we bring to the world through our employment. For our businesses, through how we make money, for how we finance our lives. And I don't think that that is something that will I, I mean, that obviously we still live in that world. And that's the old God and the old God will stick around for a little while yet. Um, but hopefully you will start to see your power more or your gift is more, you know, when I say to you, there's something that only you can do. 
there's everything that only you can do. Everything that you do, only you can do. Because only you can do it in your own way. So when I say that, and, you know, I've seen some people like furrowed brows trying to think, what is it that only I can do? Like, you know, what blog can I only write? What book could I only write? What, you know, something like that, creative, we go to that direction. But I don't mean it in that way. I mean, you're the only one that goes and buys groceries in that way. You're the only one who washes dishes in that way. You're the only one that comforts someone in that way. And in that sense, that is that is you showing up authentically. Only you can show up in the way that you show up. And if there's nothing else that you take from 2023 going into 2024, take that. Because in that sense, then you bring yourself to everything that you do. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter if you are traditionally, you know, employed or contributing to the economy or, you know, whatever the, the old God wants us to be doing or has established for us to do. There is a shift in consciousness and, you know, okay, there's not even a shift in consciousness. There is a shift to consciousness. That's a whole different thing. You know, what is your consciousness? What is happening to your consciousness that, you know, what even is that, right? And I think that is a good, those are a good few questions to kind of take into this year. Um, not because we're not going to be interested in the material, but because the material will reflect our shift, you know, to of consciousness. Right. That was my little intro that I went to say that came up and it all came up very organically as I was recording this. I'm going to read you the oracle cards now and this is the i used the well, let's talk about the oracle cards it took me a minute to, and this is why i didn't do the reading yesterday because i was you know how i hopefully you know by now how i picked the cards you know they offer themselves up and so but they weren't matching each other so they must work together in a way very three of pentacles right very capricorn they must work together and i knew i was going to use this oracle deck and i don't really use it that often i've had it for years but i don't really use it that often um and this is the white light oracle and we got the dakini of um infinite light that came up from this and yet even before i'd pull this i'd pick this and this is like a Scorpio season deck. I don't usually use this, but it offered itself up. This is the Tarot of the Night. So we've got light and dark that offered itself up. This deck is a fire deck that I use. And obviously this Oracle deck, the Tree Angel Oracle deck, is an earth deck. So this feels very balanced in that sense. Like they work together. It's not about just picking all light cards or picking all dark cards. They work together. And that in and of itself is a message. Now... We'll get to the rune when we get to the rune. But that was interesting that that rune came up. Um, well, I'll talk about it when I get to it. But let's read you the Dakini of Infinite Light first. And this is what it says. It says, seek and you shall find. Find the teachers and teachings which, fall pu which feel pure to your heart. But remember, it is the inner truth of you that will ultimately set you free. Do not give your power away. There you go. But do not but do trust in a greater guiding wisdom at work in all aspects of your life. Now, part of the Aquarian themes, and I know as we start this week, we're still in Capricorn. Um, but things don't just begin. Things end as well. Right. We know that. And they can happen simultaneously. It doesn't have to be just one or the other. Um, but when we when we think about this higher power that it talks about, 
it's not so much being guided by a higher power. It is in service to a higher power. And that does not have to be God's or spirit universe, right? If that's the language that works for you, great. It, it can be the world. It can be the community. It's in service of. But remember, there's a whole reason that I talked about the thing that only you can do. It You serve through showing up authentically. Showing up as who you are, who you've become. Who is that? How do you discover that? Are you the experiences that you've had up until this point? Or are you the person, you know, are you the next step that you take? Are you the vision that you see? Or are you all of those things? Let me continue. Um, ask for help from enlightened spiritual beings in any matter of concern and help shall be granted. Believe all problems can be resolved and a more graceful life experience is life experience is opening up for you now. A Dakini is a supernatural feminine being who inspires spiritual practice, guides one to actualize siddhis or spiritual abilities and teaches the inner path of awakening. She protects us from negativities and restores our vital energies. She teaches us how to act with wisdom. She can be a demanding teacher, requiring us to reflect upon the mysteries she presents through our dreams, inspirations and meditations, then proceed to unravel them. As we do so, we develop our inner capacities and become stronger. These wild feminine creatures can be gentle or fierce or a combination of both. When she appears in a reading, travel your path and explore your questions about spirituality and awakening with confidence. For much progress can be made as you do so. Some Dakinis are fully enlightened, while others are still in their process of awakening. Truly enlightened beings have the ability and desire to assist all other beings to enlightenment. They know how to lead us along the path because they have walked it before us. Beings of lesser development may or may not have such helpful intentions, but even they do. But even if they do, how can they show us the way when they themselves have yet to discover it? Truly enlightened beings can and do help us in many ways, from solving problems we encounter in our daily lives to ensuring we are taking the most beneficial steps on our spiritual path. They are our spiritual family, guiding and assisting us from a place of love and skillfulness. The Dakini of Infinite Light, Marici, is one such being. Marici is, con oh, Marici, I don't know, anyway, is connected with the rays of light from the sun. She is sovereign over all lesser beings. And part of, you know, the North Node in Aries is for us to embrace our sovereignty. And... How does blaming others or systems or whatever, how, it, that's to say then, oh, I can't do this or I can't be who I am because of X, Y and Z. We can. And that's, I think, one of the tougher lessons that we'll have to learn as we move forward. But let's have a look. So um, her many gifts include the capacity to guide one into enlightenment to heal and repair that which has been separated or broken and to provide protection during vulnerable transitions whenever we venture beyond known worlds and also and that's what we're doing like let's not be even under any kind of um misguidance or whatever that you know we're going to do a repeat none of us are about to repeat anything we can decide to we can choose to repeat but that would be like we're you know 
trying to get our feet into shoes that no longer fit. Um, where was I? So transition, whenever we venture beyond known worlds and also from misfortune and negativities of all kind, including being manipulated, controlled or exploited. She resonates with material abundance too and is associated with providing the prosperity we need to live a happy, long life and make progress on the spiritual path. This divine goddess of the sun brings light on all levels. We need light to see clearly, otherwise we feel confused as to which step, if any, to take. This is just as true on emotional and psychological levels as it is on the physical. Light helps us see what is happening rather than making assumptions. When we see what is happening clearly, we have the opportunity to make the best choices. The Oracle of the Dakini of Infinite Light augurs an increase of light in your life. And we can see the sun here with the Nine of Cups. Like, come on. Um... This can include a lightening up after a difficult time, an increase of clarity from a helpful healing and higher perspective or a clear positive path opening up through a troublesome time. Her appearance signifies sacred victory. Call upon her and do not give up. Beautiful. And I have a video that I did and a lot of you guys loved it. So, you know, I had got a lot of messages saying that was their favourite video that I'd ever done, uh, which is victory. I named it victory and it's to... It's to do with being a spiritual warrior, which I think ultimately is the the, the most beautiful expression of Aries. Um, and I shared some personal things that I'd learned through my own um, love-hate relationship with the religion that I was brought up in. So let's read you, as in the you tree, not you, um, but hey, you as well. The oldest of the norns, destinies loom, the you lives at the source at the first born root of the tree of eternity it is from here that the rainbow that holds the world together rises and it is here that the true treasure of all legends lies wisdom eternal youth and the secret riches of it of eternity itself not the endless past nor the interminable future but the eternal present now this is a theme that you will see coming up this is i mean it was kind of said here right um, the light, what are we lighting up? So we've got this here. And now this is saying the present. And it's talking about the Norns. And anyone that knows this, Norns are like the the the, the sisters of fate. Um, what is it in Greek mythology as well? So that's what the Norns are, the past, the present and the future. So let me just say that again. Not the endless past, nor the interminable future, but the eternal present. The angel of you is so deeply rooted in timelessness that the yew tree can easily outlive even the oldest linden. As long ago as the Stone Age era, the yew was the symbol of eternity and the dance of changing forms in nature and the power of self-rejuvenation. The yew is the great goddess's womb, there we go, pregnant pause, right, um, womb from which all life springs forth and to which all life returns after death to be born again. Since the you leads the soul through the dance of forms, it has long been planted and summoned in graveyards. The gift of the you, this archetypal mother, is transformation. Be ready to renew yourself in this world or the next and to transcend your present boundaries. What is it that really matters in the face of death? Even death loses its thorns in the all-consuming light of love. Only true change, motivated by love, matters. On which side of death's doorway this takes place is secondary to love itself. 
This is cause for celebration as we are all safe and secure within the ever-changing dance of love. Without you strength, which is, which is to see all aspects of life in relation to death and eternity, we lose ourselves completely. If love no longer informs our consciousness, we become contaminated by fear. Fear of death translates into fear of life itself, fear of the unknown, of the night and the future. I mean, why have we got the nine of swords here? Like that makes sense, right? As the advice card. So again, sorry, fear of death translates into fear of life itself, fear of the unknown of the night and the future, fear of knowledge, fear of the true self. So we try to distract ourselves via consumerism, pleasure seeking and abuse. It's a bit of a theme coming up there, if you can see that, right? And this is, I'll say this to you. So I, obviously I've been doing a lot of readings, right? And a lot of road, um, roadmap, read, road ahead readings and just looking at people's charts and there is a theme that's been coming up not with everyone but with some people of this kind of I've been calling it like you know a an amnesia and now that isn't just not dwelling on or not talking about or not considering um past traumas right you know from that point of view because I think a lot of people have done that. They've done the deep dive into the past. They've uncovered, like, you know, this happened. This is why I'm like this. This is my background programming, whatever language you use for it. But in the in the sense of, I mean, there's no Six of Cups here, but in the sense of even the Six of Cups, even, like, you know, I, what's the term that I've been using this year, which is, you know, um, resting on our laurels of, like, past victories that we've had. That the victory that we seek now is the one in this present moment. Not the one that we will have, not the one that we have had, or the one, not the one that we didn't have, right, in the past maybe, or the fear of the ones that we won't have in the future. What is victory in this moment? What would that be? So this is the rune of path. Now, I don't know where who I pulled it for. Maybe it was Libra or someone, one of the the, the signs that I, I think I did it for Capricorn season. I did use runes. I don't remember. I've done so many readings. Um, the weird rune is the blank rune. Now, why a lot of decks, I mean decks, sorry, sets, rune sets don't have the blank rune is because they see this message as the blank rune. Now, there is a difference between the two, but that notion of rebirth, that full like energy that comes up from the weird rune, a lot of people who study the runes, they see this rune as already having that message. So they don't see a distinction between, between the two. I see a distinction between the two. And I'm going to read you what this one says. So here we go. It's very kind of Scorpionic occult rune. It says uh, the keywords are initiation, something hidden, a secret matter. This is what it says. A hieratic, hieratic or mystery rune. Perth points to that which is beyond our frail manipulative powers. This rune is on the side of heaven, the unknowable, and has associations with the phoenix, that mystical bird which consumes itself in the fire and then rises from its own ashes. Its ways are secret and hidden. Deep inner transformational forces are at work here, yet what is achieved is not easily or readily shared. An integrity is involved that may be masked, disguised or secret. After all, becoming whole, the means of it, is a profound secret. On the side of the earthly or mundane, there may well be surprises, gains or rewards that you did not anticipate. So I want to make that very clear because all of these are pointing to, this is not just something spiritual. 
even the Dakini of Infinite Light talked about the material plane. That the you talks about, you know, past, present, future, they exist and that's a material concept. That is how we measure our material reality, right? And so this is to do with our material reality, how we show up and what we do. And so is this rune uh, talking about that too. So on the side of human nature, this rune is symbolized by the flight of the eagle, soaring flight, free from, entangle free from entanglement, lifting yourself above the endless ebb and flow of ordinary life to acquire broader vision. All this is indicated here. Another of the cycle runes, Perth, signifies an intense aspect of initiation. Nothing external matters here except as it shows you its inner reflection. This is what I mean. So when we are supported, when we, when you're in a relationship that you love, right, be honest with yourself. You know, we can make it about that person and, you know, hopefully we do appreciate the people in our lives. But I mean that for the teachers and the students. I mean that for the lovers and the enemies, like all of them, because they reveal something about us. Everywhere we look, we find ourselves. And so this when it talked about not giving up power, this is what, I mean, I hadn't read these, so it makes sense that these messages would come up um, in them in relation to what I was picking up about this energy is when we bind ourselves or when we, we say that, you know, so-and-so is doing this to me or this happened to me in my past, so, you know, whatever it is, those things are true. More than one thing can be true at a time. It's a rainbow, right? The you. And yet, in this moment, there is a different truth. In this moment, you have a choice. You know, you can choose what you want to do, who you are, how you see things. There is not just one way. I think that's going to be a theme for this year too, when Jupiter goes into Gemini. You know, I kind of feel like if you bookmark the messages that I did for last Gemini season, because I think they're going to be um, part of they're kind of like a heads up i think of the expansive quality quality of jupiter when jupiter rising gemini that'd be later on this year in may we've got ways ways to go yet so where was i i'll say that bit again nothing external matters here except as it shows you it's in as except as it sh as it shows you its inner reflection this rune is concerned with the deepest stratum of your being the bedrock on which your destiny is founded. For some, Perth means experiencing a death. If need be, let go of everything. Hanged man. If need be, let go of everything. No exceptions, no exclusions. Nothing less than renewal of the spirit as is at stake. Now, you can do this, like be a nomad. Let's say, right, screw this, leaving this town, leaving this family, leaving this group, leaving this job, leaving everything. I'm going to go. That is a material response, right? And that may be your, if you've done that. Here's the thing though. This is just what I would ask you to consider. If you have done it emotionally or inwardly, there is nothing to leave behind. Does that make sense? That if you have emotionally detached, and I'm not saying it's always possible, and I'm not saying you shouldn't be leaving stuff behind, right? Remember, there's a, there's a beautiful dance that is happening here. But at this point, as we consider this reading, if we have to distance ourselves from something, someone, whatever, we're still giving our power to that thing. 
right? Just, and it's very nuanced, it's very complex. And each of us has our own complicated dance that we do with this. And I know it's complicated because we've got the three of cups, five of cups, but they're cups. That's to do with our emotional reality. And this is something hidden. This is the bedrock of our lives. This is very deep internally within us. So, and remember what the you said, we are holding this up against concepts like life and death, eternity. You know, the past, we can't even consider, you know, can you, in your mind, think back to everything that happened between now and the, the Big Bang, if you believe that theory or whatever, right? The start of the universe. Can you? Because I can't. I can, I can kind of understand it, but you know, it's, it's, but I can't fathom how much time has gone by. We're, we're not at the end of that. You know, we're not at the end of, we're not anywhere near the end of that as, you know, beings in this universe on this organic spaceship called earth. We're not. And so that can be, I, I, I do love thinking that way. If you guys know the time-lapse of the future video from Melody Sheeps, one of my favorite videos, watch it all the time. Because it allows me this perspective and that's what pray, praying is for me as well. It allows me this perspective to know that I'm part of something much bigger. I'm not expected to know what, you know, what's going to happen. So all that I can really know is what I do now and why, my own reasons for why I do it from my empowered place, choosing what I, what, this is what I'm going to support. This is what I'm going to embody. This is whatever it is. And in that sense, even me saying all of this, some of you will have the completely opposite reaction, right? That what I see as light, you may see as darkness and my darkness may be light to you. You are not wrong. That is what you contribute to the world. And that is perfectly cool. I can only share what I have to share. So in that sense, I embody my own uniqueness. And hopefully, if nothing else, <clears throat> I illustrate that, you know, it's okay for you to do the same, whether it is in line with what I'm saying or not. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right. So if need be, let go of everything, no exceptions, no exclusions, nothing less than renewal of the spirit is at stake. There's the key, renewal of the spirit, that must come first. If Because if we're expecting just, you know, going on a diet tomorrow, right, or the first, going on a diet, changing where we live, changing well, all of that stuff. Now, those are expressions of the renewal of spirit, that like they go in tandem the marriage of heaven and earth. So it's not like we just sit around doing this internally. But there must be the internal part of this. If we still think like, you know, just doing a different practice is going to change our spirit. Does that work? Has that ever worked for us? You know, they they go in tandem. And that's kind of what I was saying about the the light and the the dark and the earth and the fire, right? They They work together. Here's the reverse message. A counsel against expecting too much or expecting in the ordinary way. I love that statement, expecting in the ordinary way. For the old way has come to an end. You simply cannot repeat the old and not suffer. Beautiful. Call in your scattered energies. Concentrate on your own life at this moment, your own requirements for growth. More important, Perth counsels you neither to focus on, sorry, Perth counsels you neither to focus on outcomes nor to bind yourself with the memory of past achievements. For in so doing, you rob yourself of a true present. You see a theme coming up, say it again. 
the only time in which self-change can be realised. You may feel overwhelmed with exhaustion from meeting obstruction upon obstruction in your passage. That's been 2023 for a lot of people. Yet always you have a choice. You can see this apparent you can see this appar apparent negativity as bad luck, or you can recognize it as an obstacle course, a challenge specific to the initiation you are presently undergoing. Then each setback, each humilia humiliation becomes a test of character. When your inner being is shifting and reforming on a deep level, patience, constancy, and perseverance are called for. So stay centered, see the humor, and keep your faith firm. Amazing. A lot of these concepts, I mean, I love that there's a line connecting all of these messages because in and of themselves, right, they're so big. There's there's something about the, the magnitude of this moment. This, that's why I call it pregnant, right? The potential that is here, um, the potential expression of each person, of each, each and every single one of us. And I do not say that. And hopefully you guys know me well enough for this, right? I'm not a person that usually has like New Year's resolutions and, you know, that kind of thing. It's it's nice, you know, and I see the power of so many people on earth marking this time of year as a milestone, right? The, 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 end, the closing of one cycle and the beginning of another one. There is something to that because we all see it that way. Um, but this year just feels, I mean isn't it so perfect as well like the first of january is a monday so the weekly begins from the like the first week of the of 2024 is the first weekly of the year and there is something to all of these little signs and messages that have been coming through right let's have a look at what's going on here so take a look at this we have two major iconists that come up the sun and the hang hanging man in this deck is the hangman. So we've got those two. We have three cups. This is that inter uh, internal shift. This is our spiritual growth. This is our emotional growth. And then we have here the past, right? Six of swords and the nine of swords down here. So we have ear or swords cards coming up for that column. There is something to this, guys. There's something to this in the sense of even in the past, the Six of Swords is moving away from the past. It's moving away from conflict. What is the thing that I always say? It's a journey. What does the Six of Swords say? It says, we don't know where we're going. We're all in the same boat. We don't know where we're going, but we know we're not going back. And that is quite a statement to make for the past. Let me get clarified for this. Got for that six of swords. Two of Pentacles, um, Capricorn card, and this is Jupiter in Capricorn. So if you think about the Two of Pentacles, even though we've we're making this statement of the Six of Swords, and I know I'm not going back, and I'm moving forward, and I'm taking everything that I've learned with me to go forward, right? With the Two of Pentacles, that is still mundane, everyday existence. Now. This can be, um, it can be a card of distraction, the Two of Pentacles. It used to come up for me a lot 
when um, I had something going on in my life and I would be focused on, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go do that. And the two of pentacles would always, in a way, call me out and say, you're distracting yourself. <laughs> like, you know, go deal with that emotional stuff that's going on. But in that sense, if we're moving forward from this, and this is, this is a neutral statement, this is not right or wrong to do this, it's just what's there, right, in the past. Any notions that we had of moving forward, they were based on choosing our options outside of us, right? Two of Pentacles, weighing up the pros and cons. What am I doing? But what is what does the Two of Pentacles person not do, right? In this one, it's a little different. Oh, it's Cinderella. I love this deck. I don't use it enough, really. But um, in the, in the traditional Two of Pentacles, it's the guy who's juggling the Two Pentacles and there's a whole roiling sea behind him. There's an ocean behind him. And he will stand there forever juggling those two unless he stops. He has to stop for a moment, pause and turn around. And the, the, the vast kind of sea, and it's, it's, it's a choppy sea in the, in the traditional right of way. What is coming up emotionally? So think about this. Part of the Two of Pentacles is, you know, if you've ever you're feeling antsy or you're not feeling right. And so you go for a walk, right? And you could do that every day. Like every day that feeling comes up within you and every day you go for a walk or you start working out or you do something else, uh, you know, it because th what's the mindset there? I'm trying to stop feeling this way. That's the mindset. I'm trying to stop feeling this way. So with this, it's saying, well, at some point, maybe we have to stop and turn and look at why do I feel this way? Now, this isn't to go back down that road of because this was done to me because of that. It's not that. It's with the Six of Swords, it's ask the feeling what it's trying to tell you because it may... Uh, this is why I keep talking about mood adjusters. You guys know I have this thing about we treat people, things, situations as mood adjusters. You know, self-help we treat as a mood adjuster in, instead of just like feeling what we feel and understanding whatever message it has for us. Because that's the only reason it will go away. It's a messenger, right? It's going to keep coming and knocking on your door until you get the message. Give it to me, right? And then it will go away. It won't come back. So stop for a moment. The answer, or hasn't lain, and this is maybe 2023 for a lot of us, hasn't lain in just changing physical stuff. I mean, we've been trying to. We've been tweaking this. We've been trying that. We've been applying for this. We've been posting our stuff here. Like We've been doing all sorts of stuff. But it just hasn't quite fit, right? But that's been part of the journey because it's revealed to us every single time. Um, and I think sometimes this shows up even more when we have a win, you know, when we achieve the thing that we wanted to do, when we've, you know, did, we did, did the thing, we've done that, you know, we've faced this. And it's like, why do I still feel that way? Because that wasn't the solution. So this is beyond just the material weighing up the pros and cons. I get this from the past. That's a good way of um, summarising 2023, I think, for a lot of people. Then we move over here. So this is the underlying energy. We have the Nine of Cups and the Sun. What a beautiful combination to get. And we're coming in with this. Now, the Nine of Cups, it is our heart's desire. It's what we are grateful for. It's, you know, in its darkest way, which it doesn't even make sense with the Sun coming up. But it could. The Sun is clarity. So this can show our own greed. This can show, what's the word, avarice that I'm looking for. You know, it can show that which we want. 
that we hunger for, that which we're, no matter what, how many times we get it, we will never be satiated, right? So at one extreme, it can show us that. On the other, it will show us that which we love, that which we're grateful for, um, that you talked about love, right? And this is, this, if you want to talk about manifestation, this is how we manifest. This is where we manifest from. Because the Nine of Cups, right, in its darkest way, which I think we're aware of that, but I don't feel that is what we're doing because the sun is coming up with it. The sun always sheds light and it's this, right? The Dakini of infinite light, it shows us. And so, it, you know, we may know that I've always hungered for this, right? And, and But I think here it shows us what a heart really desires. This could be a vision for the future. This could be what you would like for 2024 right now because it's cups it's not coming up as and, and you may have this so i just want to be clear so you may have the notion that i'd like to buy a house in 2024 i'd like to be in a relationship in 2024 i want to start a family in 2024 right you might have those but the nine of cups and the sun do not show that that's not what they show they are showing the feeling behind that they are showing how much you understand that security matters to you. They are showing how much you are ready to join in a partnership with someone. Like, do you see what I mean? The Nine of Cups is a feeling, it's beyond words. It's Jupiter in Pisces, right? You know, that as a card, as a transit. And so it's a deeply, deeply emotional feeling. Or if someone said that, if I said to you, what do you want, right? you kind of know the feeling of it but you may not be able to put it into words or rather if you tell me what you could put into words and i said why that part you wouldn't be able to put into words you would understand it you'd say i know this from a deep place and this is what lights up my way now this is the the light and if you think about it with two of pentacles six of swords this would be the person who's turned around and looked at the sea behind right to see what's coming in from the spiritual growth emotional growth that they've had now talking about spiritual growth we have the hanged man here actually let's clarify this first i just realized i was moving on what's with the nine of cups oh god right there's too many that have just flopped out all over the place let's try that again There we go, that's better. <clears throat> yeah, Seven of Pentacles with the Nine of Cups. And let's see what comes up with that sun. Five of Pentacles. I mean, beautiful. Um, so we're, now we've got Pentacles coming in with this. And they were missing. And it makes sense, actually. I said this was Earth. I said the deck was fire. And if you have a look, air and water came in. So beautiful. So amazing how it works out. So we've got this, the clarifiers all coming out as pentacles. What does that mean? So if the nine of cups is, this is my heart's desire, the seven of pentacles says, okay, well then you know, you know what is worth your time and effort. You know what you want to be investing your energy into. You know what you want to be nurturing and growing, right? So this may be your new year's resolutions. This may be the idea that, okay, 2024, I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to do this. Now, with the sun coming up with this, we are also shown what we what we lack, right? And, you know, I always love to say it, necessity is the mother of invention. Five of pentacles is where we struggle. 
because the sun when the sun comes on it shows everything yes it's showing us you know this is my potential for happiness this is what you know what i would love to do what i would love to spend my time effort and energy on but this is also where i struggle right so this as much informs that sun nine of cups combination as does what you want to grow does that make sense of you know that these are this is how i'm challenged this is what i lack you know maybe i've been broke 2023 maybe i've struggled by myself in 2023 um these are all part of the story now i'm talking about these in the past but remember what these were all saying about having a true present these are you know i think they're so broad and um i wouldn't say like a general kind of like a generalized message because it, it speaks to the whole of everything behind us and i remember like an alan watts with the six of swords here and alan watts um story comes up when he talks about the past and how it's got nothing to do with us and he describes the past as um the wake of a boat you know the the froth and how the water is churned up and he says that has that's not pushing the boat forward what is churned up as the boat moves forward that has no impact on the boat moving forward it's what is left behind and i think that's a, and obviously he says it in his more wonderful uh, eloquent way alan watts but that makes sense right so even when we're thinking about the past and what it is it's the wake of our ship it's as we move forward that which is churned up behind us it's not propelling the boat forward it's not doing anything it's just a byproduct of us moving forward so that's interesting that comes up so what are we focused on the hangman now the hangman can be sacrifice the hangman i mean it's very much that there's a part of us that gets left behind with the hangman this can be a pause this can be limbo um but ultimately it is seeing everything from a different perspective now everything from a different perspective which means what is support which means loss which means fears of the future you know it's we're not removing remember two of pentacles we're trying to i don't want to feel that i don't want to deal with that what can i do to get rid of this feeling no the hangman is well everything has a different story to tell now i know this from the number of people that i've read for the past few months whatever um script or language you've used with your emotions i know for a lot of people that that's changing or has changed even um i had someone yes i mean yesterday so hey sweet if you listen to this you know where their story around restlessness had changed you know where feeling restless at one point was something awful right you know god like you know I don't, what am i doing i need to get rid of this feeling now it was like almost a, a, um, an inspiration to do something like you know getting fired up to do something i've had other people where you know negative emotions were something to be abhorred and you know get rid of that i don't want to feel anything negative and and now like the roadmap becomes clearer from having those negative emotions so the hangman flips everything on its head but it is a sacrifice what is a sacrifice to make sacred it is offering that up which is the most sacred to us nine of cups right so in in service to that which you love to how you love to be able to love what do you leave behind 
what is now sacrificed um and we talk about sacrifice because what is the hangman it is it has that story of odin hanging from the tree hold on a second one second i just felt like this would be the perfect time to read you um the speech of the high one from the poetic edda which is from circa 1200 ad um it's from the rune book and you can see that's hanging upside down, which is Odin hanging upside down on Idrisil. Um, I mean, very much you can see. Oh, yeah, they are almost like even the legs pretty similar. So I know I've read this before, but I think it's a fitting time to read it again. It says the speech of the high one. I know I hung on that windswept tree, swung there for nine long nights, wounded by my own blade, blooded for Odin. Myself an offering to myself, bound to the tree that no man knows whither the roots of it run. None gave me bread, none gave me drink. Down to the deepest, deepest depths I peered, until I spied the runes. With a roaring cry I seized them up, then dizzy and fainting I fell. Well-being I won, and wisdom too. I grew and took joy in my growth. From a word to a word I was led to a word from a deed to another deed. So, I mean, that's a, a very beautiful way of looking at this hanged man, um, which any sacrifice that you make, it is to yourself. That's what Odin did, right? He took out his own eye. He made, sacrificed himself to himself so that he could have knowledge of the runes. So, you know, a deed to a deed, a word to a word, as it was saying. Let's get some clarifiers for this. Right. Ten of Swords, this is the past, right? So are we, I mean, again with the Hangman, it is Limbo. So it's got that, again, that pregnant, you know, the womb of the, um, the Dakini, what, is, what I was talking about. Let's see, let's get one more. Wow. Nine of Swords, Nine of Swords, all right. I mean, that is, Nine of Swords is the future. Ten of Swords is the past. Four of Wands, beautiful, beautiful, right. I don't know if I'm going to do justice to this message that comes up here, but if you think about the Ten of Swords, that's what a lot of us have been overcoming. Our movement forward has been an overcoming or an addressing or a fixing or a, a becoming aware of or, a you know, whatever we want to call it, healing, whatever you want to call it. Right. That has been a lot of, you know, getting a different perspective on our past of what we have done. And the nine of swords is and we've been overcoming our fears of the future. I mean, that's what the present has been. This is a redefining of what a present moment is. Is it a truly a present moment if we're in the present trying to overcome the part? And yes, at one time, yes. You know, that's what, what it needed to be. That's what the present needed to be to address the shadows of the past. And then once we've addressed the shadows of the past or in tandem, we're also addressing the fears of the future. You know, but I'm worried about this or I don't feel I've got the confidence to do this or, you know, all of that, nine of swords. So this makes perfect sense from that hangman. We're gaining a different perspective on what the past is and on what the future is. But think about the four of wands and the four of wands, it's, um, a Venus or Jupiter in Aries. It's an Aries card. 
which what does the four of wands do the four of wands is this moment where we celebrate how far we've come but we celebrate in the moment we're not celebrating the past we're not celebrating for the future we celebrate who we are in this moment and as we do that hang on one second I just wanted to grab the traditional four of wands to show you it so you see those people celebrating underneath now I, I'm from the UK so maple I used to do maple maple dancing when I was a kid so this always reminds me of maple dancing and you know beltane and fertility and it adds to all of that kind of pregnant um, energy that seems to be coming up here but it is a celebration and it's a communal celebration like there's not one person there um this i mean as, as as well as maples this is this kind of canopy here that you see above them which is a wreath of plenty right it it's it provides shelter that you're able to pause for a moment and celebrate in this moment you're able to celebrate right you're not celebrating your overcoming of the past i mean the shadows of the past are still there the fears of the future are still there but in this moment we are sheltered and we are safe and we are protected the oracle cards were saying that right to be able to just joyously celebrate no matter what's happened no matter what could happen in this moment we are safe in this moment our life is a foundation from which we will pull out some new moves i would say with the four of wands um and so i kind of love this I, I mean it's too perfect to get the ten of swords nine of swords the past the future and then no we're here in the moment here right now we can celebrate no matter what happened we survived it no matter what will come you know we are capable it's a reminder we're capable of challenging ourselves in different ways we're up to the challenge of whatever comes our way and it's a pause to remember that with whatever you consider community or family or your people right now talking about community family your people we have the three of cups let us see what the three of cups is saying right i'll take these wow we've got the ace of cups we have the three of pentacles beautiful i love it when the three of cups and the three of pentacles comes up because it's under no doubt then oh wow and the ace of wands here's the thing so when we talk about three of cups the support that we give and the support that we receive it's how we show up with our own cup now this is what i mean about what is in our cup what it means to us the ace of cups is a card of spiritual and emotional growth that's what it indicates and it is a sharing of that now you can share that when you post something online you can share that when you get up and speak to your partner and you know you've lay next to them maybe for 20 odd years but you can speak to them differently you can share something different about yourself in that moment but what we have here and this is what i was saying about the uniqueness because we have the three of pentacles mind body and spirit in the three of cups sometimes it's an which is an extension of the two of cups right which is that you know we only it's an echo chamber we only want to be around people who know us are in a circle who um they feel the same way as us they talk the same way as us they you know they they know us and what does that mean it means we're not challenged they're not challenging to be around we can't be whole around those people i know that sounds weird to say right but we can't be whole it, when i started the aquarian insight community and you could see it on there it's written on there 
it wasn't meant to be that you just come and share on there. It wasn't meant to be that you, and that's the same with your family. That's the same with your friends. That's the same with your journal, right? Whatever practice you have or wherever you share the three of cups, the ace of cups. So, so forget people for a moment, even if you just do this by yourself. Um, you have a journal that you do this in. You record voice notes to yourself, you know, whatever your practice is, your meditations. That a community, your inner circle, your friends, they're the four of ones. It's your foundation. It's the bedrock of who you are, right? They support you there so you can go out and live in the world. So you can go out and face your challenges and face your demons and, you know, do the rest of it. You have a three of cups so you can do the three of pentacles, which is we build it strong together. I, I want you to think of you know, whatever it is, I mean, maybe you're a, a writer in waiting, right? So you want to write a book, not, you know, for anything that's, you just feel like you've got a story to tell. If the only people that you worked with, and I say that because the Four of Wands, the first time I fully understood it is when I joined a writer's group and the Four of Wands were coming up. Oh yeah, this encourages my creativity. This, you know, this celebrates my creative impulses. This is a harmonious environment for me. Uh, this is why it can be a new job, a new whatever, but it's our environment that encourages our creativity and that's why in the five of wands we're killing it right um we're pulling out all these new moves but if you're a writer and you only hang out with other writers and all you guys ever do is write all right cool but and if the only the hanged man right the the identity that we have the ego that gets left behind ego identity if you're just a writer and you don't know how to do anything else how would you publish the book then is it just enough to write? Are you, is that the only identity that you want to do? But then what if your ability to write goes away? Then are you a nobody? Now, sometimes in any given moment, if I want to be a writer, I want to write, I may give someone else, you know, like a publisher or an editor or someone that give them that job because I want to be able to fulfill that role in the moment. But then that's the three of pentacles. We build it strong together that we need other kinds of people that are not like us. And in the traditional Three of Pentacles, that's why you have the, you know, you've heard me say this plenty of times, you have the stonemason, you have the monk, you have the architect. Would they hang out on Sunday and have lunch together? Maybe not. But do they build that cathedral song strong together? Yes, they do. And so in the context that we connect with one another, and here's the darker aspect of Capricorn energy, which is using people, right? And this is where people and situations can become a means to an end. With the Three of Cups there, this is not a means to an end. You're not using people to get your cathedral built. You recognise that this is us working together and we share together. We grow together, we evolve together. And the Ace of Ace of Cups and the Ace of Wands, these are new ways of sharing what's in a cup, of dealing with the emotions that come up within us and of how we behave, of the energy that we give, how we create our creative impulses. Now, talking about maypoles, one of the things about a maypole is it's a phallic symbol because it's fertility. It's the union of masculine and feminine. If you've ever watched maypole dancers, um, you know, they grab the ribbon and they dance around and it makes a beautiful pattern down the maple, maple as they wind and unwind uh, between each other. But the maypole itself is a phallic symbol. 
the ace of wands you know if you guys remember i got a few laughs of this when i used to say this it's the boner card right it is that it's the excitement it's a phallic symbol in a way but it's these all are you know with the ace of cups think about that right the receptacle the yin or conscious allowing that the bowl the womb almost and the ace of wands is this kind of phallic and this is a new way of creating this is a new way of fertilizing this is a new way of things that we grow but it is done i mean this two reading is too perfect in the story that it tells but it's done with the three cups three pentacles you know this is you wouldn't do it alone anything that you want to grow out in the world anyone that's ever had a child right it's you haven't done it by yourself right you know even if i'm not this not i'm not saying that you can't be a single parent or any of that like don't go down that road for god's sake but um i mean in the sense of the egg and the sperm they come from two different people right that that whether you've adopted whatever you've done but the actual material of life right and going back to that you it takes more than one person and in anything that you create i mean even me if you think okay i'll do the reading by myself i'm sat here by myself i'm reading the books by myself or whatever but i share with you what i've learned through my interactions with other people i this on its own like does this video even exist if not a single person has laid eyes on it does it exist if no one's viewed it, if no one's, you know, listened to it, no one's taken it in, has any, has, does this video then exist? Technically, materially, yes, it exists. I've had an experience with it, creating it. But something new is born with the interaction of another person on it. So this is why I always thank everyone for interacting and commenting or sharing what comes up within them, what is born within them from the messages that they, they watch. So I love this. The Ace of Cups feels like, I mean, this is perfect. The feminine and the masculine that comes together. But it's, we're creating this together. Now, what does that mean with the Five of Cups coming up there? Because yes, we've got the Three of Cups and the Three of Pentacles. But those Three Cups have fallen. This is a card of regret, loss, missed opportunity. What does that mean? Why does that come up in the future? Well, let's drop the card. Wow, Ace of Pentacles. You see all these Aces coming up. Be perfect for the first reading of it. Wow, two of Wands. Let's get one more. Whoa. Oh no, there's too many cards. I have to take them there because they're all face up. Right, so I'm going to do this as like a mini read on the side. So we've got the Three of Cups, King of Wands. I mean, again, we've got this. Um, the role that you play, like, think about the King of Wands coming up. Wow, and we've got Strength and the King of Pentacles. All right. So Three of Cups and the King of Wands. So that is our community of support, right? That is how we share, how we support other people. It's our loved ones. It's our groups. But the King of Wands is, like I was saying, is it the foundation to allow you to grow to go out and do things so you know like secret societies i'm talking about that this of where you can only talk about things or share things within that secret society but you can't share it outside like what's the point of that that's not this energy this that would be more around three of cups that i'm supported 
by the people that I have with me, by the community that I'm a part of, my family, my friends. You know, one of the things that can be very telling is, especially I think within this community of the number of people who they've got your back while you're struggling, while you're suffering, right? While you're dealing with trauma. And then almost as if, and not everyone, thank God, right? Not everyone, because it's very, it becomes very quickly apparent those that kind of enjoy that process just for that for this they're not actually going to move anyways that's more of a devil energy that comes up around that but when you start feeling good doing good or doing whatever it's almost like a oh you better be ready or the universe is going to do this to you or you know what to remind you to be careful that's not a celebration of you because people that support you they support you in what you do king of wands right they support you in that they show up holy and you know if if even if i'm winning and you know you or rather you know you're winning you're doing something and i'm struggling three of cups is you're still okay to come and share that because we're an example to each other of of what we feel and how we deal with that and how we share that you know i guarantee you this someone who judges their own emotions and of what they're sharing and can't what they can and cannot share they're doing that to other people as well you know, it's only when you don't judge yourself for being good, bad, ugly, for being, you know, and there's a level of judgment there, but this is an overcoming of that, of a sharing of that, anyway, of showing up, leading by example, king of wands. So we can blame communities, we can blame our families, we can blame our friends, we can do whatever, but unless we are fully showing up as the king of wands of this is what I believe in, this is who I am, right, can we actually blame them? Or are we saying you're not making it safe for me to be who I am because I already don't feel safe in expressing who I am? Remember the reflection. We'll find a reflection of how we feel out in the world. Now, I mean, remember what I was saying? So bizarre. The that the the tree angel oracle is earth, and the the deck I chose was fire, and so you have the king of fire, king of wands coming up, and you have the king of earth, the king of pentacles coming up, it's Leo and it's Taurus. And so the king of wands has the, the courage to support and to be supported, to come and share fully how they're feeling, not because they need or want anything, right? Their act of support, it may be even to ask for support. Allowing people to love you and nurture you is a great way of supporting other people, you know? letting someone know what a great friend they are to you right you support them in that friendship now with the king of pentacles and the strength card it is the courage to show up fully it is the courage to commit it's the courage to say this is worth my time effort and energy i'm going to do this i'm going to i'm invested in this i'm committed to this this is what i value the courage to share our values with other people remember right? The past is the six of swords, two of pentacles. This is all about what we want to leave behind, what we're, who we're cutting out of our lives, the habits that we're no longer doing. But this is very much about now, do we share with each other what we're committed to, what we're working towards, what matters to us? What we, what is the light that we shine from ourselves and for others? This is not being fake positive. This is not that. That's why we get the five of cups. It's the realisation when you show up fully as the King of Pentacles and the King of Wands, when you show up from that energy, some people will not want to be around you. 
it can hurt we can feel grief it's absolutely fine right you know and it isn't it's also absolutely not fine we can feel let down but you will have much truer connections with people with that the two cups that are there you know i've been happy for people when i've been failing but others it gives me hope that's what i'll say to them you give me hope when i'm struggling with something and someone else is just killing it right they give me hope when someone sh tells me about you know or whatever i've seen them grow or even if they've been doing something amazing like on the surface they look amazing they look like the king of wands and they come and say i'm really finding this difficult right they give me hope making things look easy always just killing it always winning always happy always whatever right if that's true if you really are all of those things remember this perth it's about the hidden stuff if you're really all of those things that's great but that that's the the whole of me isn't reflected in you maybe the whole of me doesn't need to be reflected in you you know i definitely have people mentors that i, I look up to and that they reflect all the best things um about me but if i'm talking about two of cups kind of deep connection right if you do not struggle at all if the only things that you pick in your life are things that you don't struggle with and that you're completely comfortable with right then I can't share, I mean, I will try to share with you where I'm struggling, but in my experience, that gets poo-pooed. Now, if I live from my experience, Ten of Swords, I may decide not to share that anymore, which is not what this reading is saying. We're not bound by what happened in the past. For me to show up fully, I would say to you that, you know, I'm not feeling supported in this way, or this is how I wanna connect. This is what matters to me. This is what I'm inspired to do. This is what I'm frightened of, but I'm going to give it a shot. This is the support that I love. And these are the friends I have. And so it's a, it's, I said this yesterday, someone, it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed emotional bag. That is what wholeness looks like. It's all of these things. And they don't mean anything other than that's what you're feeling. That's a part of the story. And if people are honest with themselves, everyone feels that. The same things that excite you can give you anxiety. The same person that you can feel profound love and affection for that, oh my God, that, that you can also feel afraid that you will lose them. They don't make you, you know, spiritual or not spiritual. They don't make you good or bad. What you commit to and how you show up from that, right, within yourself, that is what determines who you are. And so with the ace of pentacles coming up here this is that the seeds that we grow this is i mean we've got had this kind of you know uh, masculine feminine ace of cups ace of wands now this is the seed that is planted this is the seed that is grown and we understand that sometimes those seeds are watered with the water of our tears there will be losses i mean part of i'm experiencing part of this and i will do in the next three weeks um you'll probably i actually felt some of this on uh, i'm very honest about this the winter solstice i feel very sad after the winter solstice even though i love winter it's my favorite time of the year but i always have a couple of days especially this year this year i felt a little blue i didn't feel great after the winter solstice because the days are getting short uh, the days are getting longer and that may not sound like a big deal to you but winter the whole of winter i think is a fun time for me i love it it's my favorite time of the year it's like being warm and cozy and hugged like you know and 
there is something very comforting to me about winter, which, you know, and there's a, a harshness to summer. That's just a preference. You know, that, that's not right or wrong. That's just how I feel. And this year, especially if you're talking about feelings and new ways of looking at feelings, I had, I felt really blue this year after the winter solstice, the f first couple of days after it, which I don't, I mean, I always have that little, oh no, the days are getting longer. But this year I really felt it. And I knew why, because I felt like I hadn't made the most of winter because I've been so busy. I've just been working and doing this and doing that. And so I kind of made a little pledge to myself that, okay, like, you know, fun, we need more fun. Venus has just entered Sag, Jupiter's gone station direct today, right? that you can make the most of it winter isn't over yet you can make the most of winter you've got your birthday coming up in three weeks you can do do some stuff so you know within and overall i'm happy that no one just has one emotion so there's loads happening here that's why all these cards fell out and they're beautiful how they came out um if they had fallen face down i wouldn't have accepted them but they were all face up so i was like oh, bloody hell all right <laughs> So this is, and this is the understanding, two of ones. When we go in a different direction, when we're committing to something new, which we are, right? Which we are. To focus on the loss was would only be half the story, five of cups. To focus on the gain, like, you know, I've got, oh my God, I've got these friends left or whatever. That's only half the story as well. There is a complete story, which is, neither part of those it's not the loss and it's not even the gain right it's more the commitment it's more how we're showing up in a different way in this moment that's what comes up and i'm not going to get another clarifier for this right so over here the advice is the nine of swords if we have fears of the future how much of that is because of the travels of the past and what we struggled with in the past do we know enough to be afraid of the future? I mean, and this is not to say don't have fears about the future. If you've got fears about the future, you've got fears about the future. What do they tell you? What is born of that? What is born even of the fear? If you look at the Ace of Cups, like the feeling and the action that you take, what is born from that? If you are afraid, like, I don't know, think of something, um, if you're afraid that, you know, there's going to be more climate change issues in the world and there's going to be problems with food production or whatever, you know, you could sit and be afraid of that and be anxious in the present moment. Again, you know, this is giving our power away, giving the power away to the future to affect our present moment. Or Ace of Cups, Ace of Wands, create something from that. We can, right, I'm going to learn how to garden. Or I'm going to get involved in the community gardens that we've got locally. Or, you know, something like that. It doesn't have to be that, but it can be whatever. Maybe you will go learn how to, you know, can and um, tin things and preserve things. Like, you don't know. It could be anything. But is what is born from this. Wow. All right. <laughs> Perfect. What is born from this? Ten of Cups and the Lovers or the Lovers and the Ten of Cups. I mean, we started off with the Nine of Cups and it's like we're taking it to the conclusion. This is about what we share, though, how we share in love, even our fears. So, you know, say you here, I'll pick one that, you know, is I've had a lot of people talk about this. I know in the US and I know in the UK as well, we're, we're going to have elections next year, right? You know, end of the year for you guys, um, probably the end of the year in the UK. 
um, that's going to be like chaos and dissolve. Like we know it, right? Based on the past. That doesn't mean we have to show up in that way. We can show up in a reactive way. We can spend the whole of the year worrying about what's going to happen and how crazy everyone's going to be. Or lovers. We can understand that with the lovers, we're all different. Three of Pentacles, we're all different. But we can communicate with each other. We, we have got things that we can share. Even in our fears, we have got things that we can share with each other. You get to decide what force you are in the world. You get to decide who you are in the world. And this is not surface level, I'm only going to be love and light and talk about great, beautiful things. Sometimes even sharing the darkness and the fears and what you're worried about and what your concerns are, right? But if you can, you can share that, but then how you move through the world, that's profound. You know, I... I've, this is not something new. I've realized this, you know, over 20 years ago when I got ill and I, when I saw other people that were as ill as me and they were writing books or they had blogs and they were sharing some deep, dark stuff, which I was ashamed to, you know, I was, had always been like deep, I was a uh, positive thinker in the most negative sense possible. So you never ever said anything negative or it showed a negative side to anyone. And so in that way, I felt a lot of shame from being ill. That was like shame. How dare I be ill? There's something wrong. I'm doing something wrong. I must have, you know, my thoughts are not positive enough. So I took a lot of shame and guilt from doing that. And so these people, were, even though they were talking about some of the darkest days that they've had, the fact that they were out there creating, they were an example to me. They gave me hope. You know, that was something to aspire to, especially the humour that people show. And that's what the, the, the rune said, right? Keep your humour. So this is not, I mean, think about love when we love someone. We Loving someone is not, and I said this to someone two days ago, actually, where, you know, sometimes we can be afraid that we don't have anything to offer. And it, it, think about that. Think about how narcissistic we've made love. Think about how... Um, transactional we've made this right you have to be worthy of love like you have to be able to do something or give me something that is worth having then I will love you because we do that to ourselves as well that means we only love ourselves when we're winning and love is more that the waters that we grow that we nurture things with that we express right you know things that we say do act we act from love because we are love at the end of the day that is what protects us that we are love and that doesn't mean and because why is that so important because when we only come from a place of this is worth loving right this is worth you know um we give and take we retract our love as if it's you know a reward or i think that's how we think life treats us then and that's what we do to ourselves and then we are afraid of making mistakes and you cannot navigate the unknown then because you want certainty you want to know that you're going to win Be and because I, that's how we are built if you anyone that's ever read collective illusions uh, or you know how human beings react to um being ostracized from groups and societies right it's immensely traumatic for a human brain to have to go through that being ostracized it's why we do it because it's the biggest punishment that we can think of right is to ostracize people 
cut get out of the group get out of the tribe and it's an awful thing that we do but we take the power away from that when we realize you know we don't need to do that because the more we do that outside of ourselves we do that to ourselves as well and part of this is wholeness coming together you know fertilizing growing this is all about growth yes the five of cups reminds us even in your growth even in your positivity there will be losses there will be not everyone's going to be around you not everyone's going to support you and that's cool because th then but if we're showing up fully from a place of love then that's okay right because we loved ourselves enough to do it we didn't need to play a certain role to get people to love us because that's not real love then this is a really deep message i wasn't sure what the first message of the year would be like but you know hey it's a, a deep one this one right i am going to get a postcard from spirit well perfect <laughs> right check this out Dear, dear you, uncertainty is the new normal for the whole world. Things are changing at a rapid pace and the old ways we once trusted are no longer reliable. But leaving the familiar behind can be a good thing. When you are pushed to step into the unknown, you are pulled forward into discovering new possibilities that have been hidden in plain sight. Check in with your higher power. Your soul knows better than your small self. Have faith in the support of a higher power and the infinite potential for your life. Right now, the advice we have for you is this. Try something new. Do something different. You won't, know, you won't know how it feels, what it looks like, or what the outcome will be if you do not take that first step into the unknown and experience the unfamiliarity. You'll be so glad you did because the treasure will appear. We're so proud of you for being brave. You are so loved and so supported. Now, I do want to say this, um, and this is not to kind of put down anyone or do whatever. But, I mean, I'm doing this, messages for the week ahead, right, for this week. But take this with you in, as we step in. It is the unknown, guys. Nobody knows anything, right, going forward. And that is both the gift and the curse, I think, of this, where we are at the moment. Now, in some ways, that is a lie as well, because I'm reading this book at the moment. Where is it? called the fourth turning right and it's about um the generations and um you know these cycles that we go through and it's interesting from an astrological point of view because it is it a neptune cycle is it um is it a uranus cycle like you know it's got these kinds of themes to it as well and it's interesting to see yes you know I don't think history repeats, but history does rhyme, right? We do rhyme with the past. And, but in that sense, the expression of it changes, right? Yes, at, a, at the core level, which is why I love that this shows us the core emotional level. We are human beings. We deal with things in a certain way. We know certain parts about ourselves. Now, even in this era of extreme individualism, which I'm not asking you to just get involved with group consciousness. Know that you are an individual. Know that you are unique. But we stand on the shoulders of our ancestors who were collectivists. And so they built 
everything that we take for granted because they worked together. Now, one of the things that I hope we are changing is that the the worth of individuals was lost. I think that's a kind of very Capricorn of, you know, this is we're pentacles. We build it strong together. Like, yes. And why, what does that mean? We've celebrated the cathedrals that we've built. We've celebrated those, right? That look at this amazing cathedral. I think of like St. Paul's or Westminster Abbey and stuff, right? You know, yeah, maybe we know about the architects or who built it, but we don't, who, who actually built it? The worth of individuals has been lost in, in a lot of ways. That's the problem with collectivism, where we've celebrated the cathedrals, we've celebrated the economic systems. Like, aren't we so great? Look at our democratic republics and, you know, our, um, look at how free we are. Look at how we do this, right? Yes, amazing. But the missing ingredient over those past cycles, even how, how amazing our life is right now, is the worth of individuals has been lost. You must recognise your own worth as an individual and bring that to the world for us collectively to not lose individuals anymore as we move forward. So, yes, this is a new era, even with the, you know, how it rhymes with the past. But right now, in this moment, especially as you enter this, this new year, you can set intentions. But know that it's going to be on how you show up, on what you commit to and what you give your time to. There you go, my lovelies. I wish you a very happy new year. If you got anything out of this video, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Thank you to everyone, especially in 2023, who donated. You literally helped keep the lights on uh, when it comes to Aquarian Sats. I'm very grateful to you. Um, I will see you next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye, lovelies. Bye.